0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Nomads, by definition, get around a lot. They move so much that their whole lives are defined by being on the road. Nomadic families, in turn, don't follow the same rhythms and patterns of life that many of us do. Take Zoe Hedges' stocks. She comes from a family that's part of a unique nomadic culture in England, Britain's community of traveling showmen. I'm talking about families that have been part of traveling carnivals across the country for centuries, carnies basically. But Zoa is breaking the mold. Uh, and Zoa, you are the first member of your family to go to university, and not just any university. You've graduated from Cambridge. You studied or read, as they say, history with the top grade in that field. So, congratulations.
1: Thank you very much, Marco.
0: So uh, I just want to understand how significant an achievement this is. Uh, And we really should understand how big a mold you're breaking. How far back does your family go in the carnival business?
1: Well, I study history, so I take a keen interest in uh, my family's background. And I've traced it back personally personally to 1821, and that's where records get a bit hazy because a lot of people were illiterate, and obviously we were travelling around.
0: So what are the kind of carnivals that you guys do? Describe them. Are they at all like American carnivals? Uh,
1: Well, for instance, my mother and I sell candy floss, uh, cotton candy, Mm. and candy apples. My uncle has a set of uh, dodgems, and we have the sort of big funfair rides and games that you see travelling from town to town
0: Okay, and how much of what your family does with these carnivals, with these fun fairs, is really traditional? I like some of the features of those fun fairs, How far do they go back?
1: For instance, the set of bumper cars that my uncle currently travels with was passed down from my great-grandfather to my grandfather to my uncle, and it's now being passed on to my cousin. So it's been through four generations, but of course, every single part of that ride has been... Remodeled, restored, rebuilt, but sort of spiritually, it's the same set of bumper cars.
0: So, how did your childhood differ from most British children?
1: Basically, from April to September, I was away from school, living in a trailer, traveling from town to town each week, and working on the fair.
0: So, how did you go to school, and when did you go to school?
1: In the winter months, my family have lived in the same small town for fifty years. So, I would do the first two terms. Of the year at school, then my teachers would send me away with a big pile of books and I would study at home in the summer.
0: So, Zoe, tell me what inspired you to study at Cambridge?
1: Well, I enjoyed going to school and learning. So, I, I really enjoyed history at school, and teachers said that I was doing quite well and that I should consider university. And I'd always gone to Cambridge with the fun fair every year at the Midsummer Fair. So, it was the only university I knew. And then I realized that actually it was one of the best in the world after Harvard. And that actually it would probably be quite difficult to get there. If I was going to do it, if I was going to break from tradition and do something entirely new for my family, I was going to do it as well as I could.
0: We have this funny little tradition here in the States. When we apply to colleges and universities, there's always an essay with the application that you have to write that kind of talks about yourself. So what did your application essay, if you had to write one, what did it say?
1: Well, I can tell you that the very first line was, I come from a long line of traveling showmen, and this has severely disrupted my education. <laughs> so from the beginning, I was very upfront about where I come from and who I am because I'm proud of it.
0: What was it like when, you know, you've gone through the, the years at university and suddenly you're graduating? How did your parents react?
1: My mother was most worried about whether or not she ought to wear a hat. My mother decided that she wouldn't wear mascara because she would just spend the whole day crying.
0: Oh, gosh. I've got to ask you this, and it's something my own dad asked me after I graduated with a degree in history. What are you going to do now?
1: (laughs) I've got a place uh, on a journalism course with the Press Association in London in January. Between now and then, I will be working on the funfair, because my mother would shoot me if I didn't help. And I'm also working on my first novel.
0: Well, Zoa Hedges-Stocks, it's been great meeting you and to speak with you. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for having me, Marco.